standing in the shadows of an old love affair. I know I should forget you, but there's memories everywhere. Yes, I know that you are gone forever. And I'm standing in the shadows of your love Something in the water told me Something in the water taught me how to fall. Well, hey, everybody, it's another Something in the Water podcast, and we welcome you. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin, along with Sean Clark, co-hosting this uh, episode, and we've got our old buddy, Mr. Darwin Lee, a musician from around these parts that uh, I always I heard about before I was even in music. So, uh, hey, Darwin, we're glad to have you, buddy. Oh, it's good to be here with you. Yes, Dave. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate the gifts there. We got uh, some uh, Darwin Lee. These are some of your recent works. It is. Uh, yeah. I reckon we can... We can show show them. uh, What camera? Or actually, we can hand them off to Justin over there, and uh, he can get them on there. But uh, yeah, so you've been at this. uh, I think we exchanged ages out in the parking lot. We've we've met each other maybe a time or two, not uh, not a whole lot, and. we exchanged ages out out in the front yard there. So uh, you was eleven year old when I was born in nineteen fifty three. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so that puts you born in about nineteen forty one. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forty one. For eleven or twelve when I was born, and uh, <laughs> Sean came along and. Seventy seventy four. Four. Seventy four. <laughs> so I was about eleven when he came along. So we got this kind of numbers thing going on here, folks. When this is over, we're gonna go play the uh, lottery. Fours and elevens. Fours and elevens. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So uh I'll tell you let's see. My first memory was uh, along about the late 60s, early 70s. I was sharing a class. My One of my classmates out at Ware County High School was a fellow known as William Fales. Oh, yeah. And he used to tell me uh, he was the bass player for Darwin Lee and the Southern Keys. So that was my introduction he, to yeah. your name and that name, that band name, the Southern Keys. He was 13. Uh, he was 13. Where's what, that picture at? Sean? When he was playing. Uh, there it is, right over there. Playing with me, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to pass that over to Darwin. 
I'm going to look at it real quick. <laughs> ah, Lee. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now, hold that up. Aim it right there at that camera right there. Okay. There you go. And uh, that on the uh, folks on the uh, far right hand of that picture is said classmate, Willie Fails, Pineapple Willie, William Fails. He is no longer with us, unfortunately. Right. But he could talk the tits off a boar hog. <laughs> he could talk. Yeah, he could. <laughs> and that sure right next to him is Mr. Darwin Lee. That picture was probably in the late 60s, 67, 8 it or was. 9. Yeah. Probably. And I recognize that feller on the far left, I think. Do you you recall who that is? Um, uh, if you, yeah, uh, is there I names on the back? Um, uh, no. Oh, okay. He looks like. Well, I don't know. They may be. He looks like uh, somebody from from Ware County High School. No, they're not. He was. Uh, oh, I can't. Right off the top of my head, I Let can't think of his name, uh, Dave. Doggone, he looks familiar. Of course, uh, they all did at that time. So you had uh, the Southern Keys was made up of bass. It went basically guitar, drums, and and piano. I played piano. Okay. Uh, the uh, uh, the boy that played with us for a, some time, a good good bit. Mm-hmm. That played drums, and that's the that's the boy there that that played drums, but uh, the one on the far left, yeah, okay. And then of course you got Roger on there. Oh, that's Roger. Okay, I knew yeah. Roger. Yeah, right. Roger uh, Douglas. Douglas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there, <laughs> Roger Douglas. He was the lead guitar player. He, he, he would have been a lead player, guitar yeah. player, and, and you played acoustic. Rocky Mixon. Uh, I remember him. played yeah. drums with us for, you know, a long time. That would have been uh, more recent, more like the yeah. 80s or so. And probably. then uh, Bucky Buchanan played drums with us, too. I know Bucky, too. David Buchanan. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> Where was this taken? Do you remember? That was taken at the VFW in Douglas, Georgia. Okay. VFW in Douglas. We played over there, Dave, uh, five years every Saturday night. I bet you that was some good money for a 13-year-old high school boy. (laughs) (laughs) Or steady, at least. And y'all looked like he had the equipment, too. We Just did. Uh, fender amps and uh, uh, tell what that is over there. Roger used a custom at one custom. time. Custom, yeah. And uh, That's awesome. we, as a matter of fact, that thing fell out of the back of the trailer <laughs> go, going over there one night. Ooh. And, uh, you know, it was, they, back then they were padded. Pleated, pleated, ple- Ple- rolled right. and pleated. Rolled, was it that, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that, 
stuff. And yeah. we were riding along here, and that thing come out, and uh, evidently I didn't latch the had a U-Haul trailer. You know? <laughs> anyway, uh, I stopped and uh, got it, and I told Roger, I said, "Well, you you won't play through through that tonight." And uh, he, <laughs> said, he said, "Probably not." It was it 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 just rolled, you know, going down in the ditch and. We got it out and wiped it out, wiped it off, and, and uh, got over there and plugged it up. And it played just as good as it ever did. <laughs> <laughs> so custom's good stuff. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right. That's a good advertisement for them. Rolled and pleated. You can roll it. Was it a naugahyde? Or- <laughs> well, it was that. Uh, yeah, it was. I guess you'd call that naugahyde or plastic of some it, it kind. Was a, it was a type of plastic. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was pretty, though. They'd come out with different colors and I sparkles. Blue yeah. sparkles. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 used, you know, the, the sound system also custom. Custom. Back then, mm-hmm. you know. Custom was a big name long about then. Yeah. Uh, my first band was with Billy Ray Heron and we went down and bought uh, Casino, which was, I think, made by custom, spelled with a K, Casino. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I believe it was a PA, and, and the amplifiers we bought were, uh, were uh, it wasn't the rolled and pleated jobs, it was Casino, a subsidiary of custom. But later I played through one of them rolled and pleated it was just simple black, you know, but good mm-hmm. sound, good sound, and little lamp. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this: What? That was a pretty good story about the amp <laughs> rolling out during the trip over. But what's uh, the uh, maybe one of the funniest things that's ever happened to you in your whole life of music? Or one of the most embarrassing things, or maybe if you if you got a story about both. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> 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 well. Let me ask you this: okay. first of all, let's establish this. How long you have been playing? What was your What was your uh, very first uh, very first band that you put together that actually Maybe made a little bit of money. High school. Yeah. 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 Uh, must have been uh, 58. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we had a little, little group called the Rebel Rousers. Rebel right. Rousers. Yeah. Well, like and we, we played... Uh, uh, We'd play fraternities up in Athens. No, gone. And uh, y'all was on the road even then. <laughs> we, uh, you know, had a good, good little group in '58. Uh, uh, so you know that's that's I the first is that you know that I can. Yeah, remember y'all probably made some pretty decent money with that too. It was it was fair. Playing you know, back fraternities, then. yeah, yeah, they and, they they paid pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I I would assume as you let's see, you were about sixteen, 
17 long in there, 40, 41. Over 17. Yeah, 17 years old right there. And that would have been the heyday of uh, Elvis, rock and roll. Had, mm -hmm. Elvis had come out in 56, and uh, and it was just all that brand new music was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, Jerry Lee Lewis and, and uh, Johnny Cash. and Well, I, you know, I played a lot of uh, Jerry Lee Lewis stuff did, back now, then. Were you guitar or piano? Huh? Were piano. you guitar or piano? With my piano. You had you were the pianist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. And even with the uh, Southern Keys. Yeah. I always played okay. piano. Okay. That piano's always been my main instrument. I got you. I just strummed the guitar. I got you. you know, I got you. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, back then we we just uh, we 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 rocked it on out, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, all that stuff, Jelly Lewis, and you know, Fast Domino. Yeah, all them. Back then, it was. Real big, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, kid, kids were eating it up. Uh, teenagers were, and y'all's age and college age. Man, that must have been a time. Now, ah, mm -hmm. unfortunately, I wouldn't have got it, but I did. <laughs> I was, I was about uh, six years old in '59, and. Uh, it was long about then, I, I guess, uh, that we uh, would go to the movies and I'd see uh, Elvis Presley and King Creole at the movies. Then get home and Mom and Daddy would go out and buy the album, the soundtrack, the songs on it. So me and my brother, three years old, you probably know Gary. Oh, yeah. My brother. Everybody yeah, I know does. Gary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, him a long time. Yeah. He and I would be uh, the recipients of those albums, even though it's mom and daddy probably <clears throat> buying the Elvis records because they enjoyed him. They would have been uh, late twenties, early thirties by then, and uh, so that sure, sure, sure they could enjoy Elvis yeah. at thirty years old. Uh, but, uh, we got, uh, me and my brother got to, uh, actually sit there and just study those albums and pour over them and listen to them over and over again. I love that King Creole record to this day because yeah. it, 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 it brings back so many, uh, fond childhood memories. Those songs do. But yeah, I mean, I I knew I knew that there was something special about Elvis. Uh, even a child could see it, you know. Uh, you could see it in your older cousins the way they would act around him, you know, when he'd come on the radio or whatever. Yeah. So you knew something special was happening there. How old were you when you started playing uh, keys? Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. So. Yeah. You and uh, you you uh, you were born right here in Waycross, Ware County, mm -hmm. and lived in in Ware County, just like the rest of us. Uh, you went to 
high school before Ware County had its first official high school was was uh, well. I went to uh, Wacona. Wacona in the ninth grade. Yeah, would have been the the pre. It would have been the high school. I guess it went all the way to twelve, grade twelve at Wacona. Mm, yeah. Okay. So that was the uh, official at one time. Yeah. That was the official high school in, in Ware County at one time. But I went to Bickley in a glam, in a grammar school. <clears throat> Did you? Yeah. Old out in Bickley. You know where I said? I do. Uh-huh. I do. That's home <laughs> of the uh, 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 Dentons. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Dentons. Out yeah, there. Will and, <laughs> and uh, William and mm-hmm. of course that's you know William's is Will's daddy. Will plays drums. Right, you know? Will the the famous uh, drummer up in Nashville played played in a lot of Christian. I used and, to ride my bike from home over there just for exercise, mm-hmm. and uh, where, I, where I turned around right there at Williams' house, Will would be in there just tearing them drums. You could hear him out here on the highway. I mean. They couldn't have been anybody in there because they couldn't have stood it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he would be working on them drum, boy. Yeah. Well, it paid off for him now. Yeah. Sure did. Oh, boy. So uh, the the original Ware County High School was uh, built and had its first class, was it 58-59 or 59-60? Fifty nine was the first class. Fifty nine was the first graduating class. Right, that's the same school I graduated from. And but it uh, wasn't in fifty nine. No, <laughs> it was uh, if you do twelve years later in nineteen seventy one. Yeah. <laughs> so that there you go with that magic number again, and uh, um, let's see. Do you recall um, some of the other uh, bands? Around? Well, I mean, actually, your first uh, Southern Keys. When was that put together? In about sixty. Uh, uh, let's see. That was in uh, uh, Late sixties. Late sixties. And y'all you used to play the Douglas uh VFW. Yeah. Every Saturday night. And uh Did you ever play anywhere uh local? Wake Cross? Uh we did. We played uh, we played some in South Florida. Oh. Uh there used to be a and I don't know if it's still down there or not, mm-hmm. but Six Gun Territory or something like that. Oh there. yeah, I do remember that. And we yeah we played that thing, and uh, but uh, before before the Waymakers, Dave, uh, I played with a <laughs> a group out of uh, where they were scattered, but we played down in Brunswick at the VFW. Oh yeah, uh, Jesse Robertson played lead guitar and. and uh, uh, Pee Wee Word. I mean, yeah, 
Pee-wee. Pee-wee, play steel. You remember Pee-wee? I remember a Pee-wee. No, he was a drummer. No, Pee-wee word. There was a Pee-wee that played drums in William Thales' three-piece rock and roll band that played at the uh, Steakhouse Lounge back in the... And there was a Larry Hendricks. Larry Hendricks. Somewhere across here played bass. And, yeah, and I played keyboard, and we would yeah. play down at the uh, in Brunswick. Yeah, what was y'all called there? I don't remember what we. I just yeah. they. I, I played with them. In other oh, words, okay. I you know you. they. Uh, now you mentioned Waymakers. Is that your current group? No, that or? was uh, a gospel group that I was with. Oh, okay. That was, uh, uh, you know, Roger Prevat. You know Roger. Yeah. Uh, Roger and Mary Lou, his mama. Mary Lou, uh-huh. Mary Lou and Carol Thomas that used to, I was telling you about, mm-hmm. they used to work at the post office. Oh, so yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. So it was Carol and Mary Lou and me yeah. that sang, and I, I played the piano, and Roger blew the harp, and Kenny Vine, and he played bass. And, yeah. Uh, uh, we, uh, that was the Waymakers. And yeah. we, <laughs> that was, that was about five-year stint, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh. Well, you certainly had, you've been playing music your whole life, kind of like me, kind of like you. (laughs) I have. (laughs) And I ain't regretted a single bit of it myself. It's been a a fascinating experience, you know. Of course, you know, now I just, for the most part, sing and play by myself. I, Mm. I got tracks. From my CDs, and, you know, when I go to church, I I can yeah, set yeah. up and mm-hmm. and play. Uh, Sing along with your tracks, right? Yeah, that's what I need to do too. I, I use an instant replay machine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with one or not, but uh, I download them in it mm-hmm. and uh, p- bump the button, and it's computerized. Gone. It's, it's, uh, That's the beauty of it nowadays. Do you play keys with along with it, or you just? No, sing? I, I just play the guitar with it, okay. with the track. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> of course, I, they, the last uh, CD that I done in Nashville was uh, Catherine. She she played keys, keyboard on it. She 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 works the opera a lot and uh, real real. Good piano player, you know. She, and of course, all all them pickers up there, you know, uh, pretty good pickers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you cut it in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, What's the girl's name? Catherine. Catherine Hicks. Hicks. Her husband. Uh, uh, Ain't Russ, is it? He's like a. I think maybe like the band director for the house band at oh. the opera house. Oh, cool! So they they get a double whammy, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you remember Jerry Gowan mm-hmm. from Folkestone? Yeah, he was on one of our episodes. Yeah, and that's what he did. What? Yeah, what he, he actually director? was the he was like a director up there, music director. And yeah. He shared all of that with us. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of good history there. 
and he, he had a lot of pictures. Speaking of pictures, let's, uh, uh, I had to talk. I forgot to email you, Justin. So, uh, f- uh, 15 minutes before our, uh, our broadcast coming in here to record, I had to call my wife who's not real computer literate <laughs> and talk her into how to attach files and email <laughs> 101. <laughs> she did it good. All right. Let's go to, uh, skip, uh, the, uh, the, Picture starting with that one. Let's see. Skip on down to Daddy, I guess, or Mr. Lee. We'll start with that one. Uh, yeah, this would have been, uh, I'm assuming this was your daddy right here. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got to come from somewhere. Would you still like? Huh? <laughs> I, was, I was hopscotching on the internet. <laughs> no, I just went to your Facebook page oh, and yeah, okay. looked through your pictures and just kind of copied the ones that I felt like we could Man, talk y'all about. Y'all look alike, huh? I'd say that uh, yeah. you was blessed with uh, the Lee thing. You got that yeah. Lee thing, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. He's <laughs> handsome, man. That, that's... Uh, that's your daddy. Yeah. Uh, I'd say, guessing, I'd say tens or fifteens or maybe even early twenties when when that picture was taken. Uh, he was probably a little older than that. Yeah. Maybe. Probably 25, I mean. 25? What was his birth year, about 1900? Yeah, let's see. He passed oh, away in 1985. 1985. So he was 71. 71. He'd have been 14. 21. 1914. Mm-hmm. Or 1904. 71. No, it'd been 14. Born in about 1914. He's 25. That'd have been in the 30s, yeah. Was he? I saw. I saw an older picture of him on, on your website uh, on a tractor. So, right. Is he a farm? Oh, there it is. I didn't think I saved that. One. And that's on the, the cover of a CD I got. I put him on it. How uh, about that? Uh, you, uh, I didn't have that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was a farmer. And then, of course, he uh, had a store on. Uh, Albany Avenue, Lee Feed and Seed. Lee Feed and Seed. How yeah. about that? That was wow. your daddy. Yep. Purdy. Purdy mm. Lee. Purdy? Purdy. Purdy Lee. <clears throat> P-E-R-D-I-E. Purdy. That was his real name. C.P. Lee. C.P. Clyde Purdy Lee. Okay. Hmm. Clyde Purdy Lee. Yeah. They had some names back in those days. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, Ronnie Griffin's daddy was named Early. Like, uh, he's always early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> early Griffin. <laughs> you remember Ronnie Griffin that built the guitars and worked on the guitars yeah. around here? Uh, well, my, uh, my uh, uncles were Carter's. 
uh, from Hoboken, which you you might have been around the age. Well, Vance Carter. I don't know if you've ever heard of that name. Yeah, he he worked out at the. Didn't you uh, work out at Channel Eight TV station? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was a uh, uh, with Knox Carrick. Knox character. Yep. And, and was very much into the ham radio life, you know, the, uh, and his older brother was Royce Carter, uh, right. who was, uh, Royce lived in Blackshear. Lived in Blackshear. And yeah, I knew uh, Royce. he's passed away now. And Vance is the only remaining sibling of my mother's. So, uh, now Royce was, a legendary type character. He was mythical almost uh, around these parts, around the whole state. I mean, he was just known. You know, he was. He had them Rock Hudson good looks. You know, he was. He was like uh, in the early '60s. You know, uh, you got uh, the physique and the look and everything of a. Of, of a Hollywood movie star, you know, and he was from a farm in Hoboken, <laughs> but he was a playboy too. <laughs> and, uh, there's a story after story. I can run into people. I'll bring his name up and they'll have a story to tell me, you know, and, uh, they're, they're pretty funny. He was funny too. He was, he was a joker. He was a character, but, uh, <clears throat> Let's see what other pictures we got up there in the uh, assorted pics, uh, Justin. What about that one, uh, Darwin? Yeah, that's a, that was a, a group that we had, and I'm trying to think what we called ourselves. Yeah, uh, this I, one didn't have a name on it, but there was people commenting, saying, ain't that so-and-so? What's the caption on there? Did I write them boys' names? Was it? The, okay. The one, the one on the front there is Buddy Vaughn played steel. Buddy Vaughn. He played. Okay. Buddy played with me for a long time, and uh, gosh, I yeah. <laughs> there was some comments off to the side of this picture, and I didn't write them down, but they were, they were, they was all women. <laughs> come in and say, weren't that so-and-so? <laughs> and who was that? And somebody come on there and say, that was so-and-so. Died in a car wreck or something. One of them did. But they, I can't remember their names either. They, uh, Buddy was, uh, my, he, he was just a, a great steel player. He, yeah. He'd done a good job and always, uh, we, like I say, we, we we played together a long time. Mm -hmm. Was that a local group, mm -hmm. White Cross? Yeah. Yeah. You uh, remember where y'all would have? Buddy lived in Douglas. Okay. You remember where y'all would have played in that band? Would have been? Uh, about ever died, it was around here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back, well, you, you old enough to remember. Yeah. Uh, Hubs, yeah. Steve Pine Room. Yeah. Uh, I played with, uh, you remember Jim Cox and Hubert? Oh, yeah. The Coxes, yeah. I played with them, uh, with Jim and Hubert. Yeah. Uh, when I was 
gosh, probably 15. Really? Uh, out there at the uh, 121 Club, <laughs> out from Hoboken. <laughs> yeah. You go to Hoboken, turn yeah. right. <laughs> and it, of course, it's not there now, but, but yeah. Uh, and they used to have a program on WACL. They did. Jim and, and Hubert, yeah. And I'd, I'd play with them on, that, on the radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever played the Peppermint Lounge? I have. <laughs> Bobby Gay. Bobby Gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a Saturday night. Oh, uh, he had a live. radio performance. Yeah. On one of them stations. I can't remember which. <clears throat> but I'd listen to it occasionally. But you know, you know, Gary, I didn't I didn't <laughs> play, but just uh very few times with Bobby. He he wanted me to play, go ahead and play piano, mm-hmm. you know, with him. You just kind of sit in. I just, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, was that place called Howard's Peppermint Lounge? It was. It's funny to me. I was thinking about that, <clears throat> how back in those days, the 50s and 60s, I guess, was a, uh, all the clubs around here, you put your name on the front of it. <laughs> Howard's Peppermint Lounge, Steve's yeah. Pine Room, Hubs. <laughs> and then also Alfonso Steakhouse Lounge. Who? Herman Todd had a, a on 121 mm-hmm. over there out of Blackshear. Well, he he had a club there, and I, I played that a good bit. And uh, It's called Herman's? And then the uh, Bowl. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that place in, in, in Blackshear. Blackshear. He used to play that. Like I say. <laughs> uh, back then, I said, <laughs> there weren't many places I didn't play you know, around here. You know. yeah. Was there a lot other uh, local acts at the time, or were they coming in from other places? Uh, yeah, they were. They were local, some local acts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, Clyde. Uh, I mean, Claude Goble had a band called the Starlight Ramblers. Or yeah, that something. was. Yeah. That was that was really before my time. That was well before your time too. That was that was yeah. probably the forties uh, and fifties. Uh, and, and back uh, and then I played, you know, I don't even I couldn't even tell you the name what he went by Howard Kirkland and whatever. But but I played with him. You remember Howard? I don't Kirkland. Kirkland. I played with now him. that last name is synonymous with music though. I'm wondering if that might have been Josh's granddaddy or something. You remember a Ronnie Kirkland that played organ, keyboards, in some of the early 60s garage bands, uh, rock and roll groups? I don't, I don't guess. Ronnie Kirkland. He had a son Seems like I've heard named name. Josh Kirkland. And Josh Kirkland is one of the best lead guitar players Mm-hmm. Anywhere around, and he's from here too. Yeah, I know Josh. Yeah, okay. I was wondering if that could have been maybe part of his roots or something. Howard Kirkland and my granddaughter's husband plays with Josh. That's right, Sam Johnson. Cue uh, uh, the wedding picture. <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay. That's old Josh's. Uh, uh, that's, that's Sam one. Johnson, the bass player for uh, was traveling Riverside, Riverside band. band. Mm-hmm. And uh, also uh, plays a lot in Josh Kirkland's. Good singer. Yes, he is a really good singer. So that's your daughter. Granddaughter. Granddaughter. Yeah. Okay. 
And that's Jessica. Jessica. And that's my wife. Over and that's there. your wife. Deborah. Deborah. Uh, been y'all been together? You and Deborah for mm, forty-seven years. Forty-seven. That's the long-suffering Deborah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where was that at? That looks like over at Alma or something. It was uh, over at the lake. Uh, Blackshear? No, no. It was out from uh, Baxley. Baxley, uh, okay. Yeah. J- Jessica sit with uh, those people's daughter. She was, you know, sickly, and, and they hired her to sit with them. Okay. With her, and, and, and of course, right here recently, she passed away, the girl oh. did. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, they they wanted to have it there, their there place. In their backyard. Yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty. All right, let's see what other pictures we can jog our memory with. Okay, I wanted to ask you about this. Now, that got to be Benton Lee's. It was. I, I want to go back there so bad. You ever been? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Sean, we need to go. Where is it? On a Wednesday or Thursday or something. Some, I don't know. We have to check and find out when they're open now. It's in the middle of nowhere. You go all the way to Hazelhurst, mm-hmm. hang a right there where we usually go straight around that curve to go to Athens or wherever. You hang a right right there at that red light, <clears throat> and you go crook and cranny, turn left, right, out the middle. All of a sudden, you see the nuclear plant in the distance, and you say, are we lost? <laughs> and then you're getting close. You go through Baxley. Baxley. Uh, there's cr- probably two ways to get there. You cross the Hall. Yeah. And when you cross the Ottoman Hall, you go down that. First paid road to the left and go down there. It's it's on the river. Yeah. Yeah. Right on the river. It's called Benton Lee's Steakhouse. And I'm not that's, even kin to them. I was fixing <laughs> to say, you get half price, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Now, them steaks, they're huge perfection. They come out on these big old mm-hmm. uh, silver platters. <laughs> there ain't no plate. They just got big old silver platter full they of steak out of, and they fries. Come out, they come out of a big cow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a little old tiny bowl of salad and probably a roll or a toast or something. And I'm telling you, you will not eat it all there. Mm. You'll be taking that home and you'll be eating on it for several days. Let's go. I'm telling you. It's, it's, a, oh. it's a big one. At one time, it burned too, too or partially big. burned and it did. closed down for a while, but uh, I hadn't kept up with it. But it's been a long time since we've been. Well, know. we hadn't either until that mm-hmm. that, that night. And it, 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 oh, years and years and years, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benton Lee's, folks, in southern Georgia, it's one place you won't want to miss. And they're our new, we're going to be doing a commercial for them after this. (laughs) I'm sure once they hear that uh, they're all over our podcast, if they get a crowd of customers, y'all tell them you saw it on something in the water when you go eat there. That's right. And that'll that'll make us look good. (laughs) Okay. Everybody has to have a profile now, a headshot. There's a synonymous with the music business. That one, uh, that's a good looking. Well, it's a good looking 
quality picture, and it's a good-looking head of hair, too. <laughs> well. You've always had that, ain't you? Yeah, well, yeah, until recently. Of course, I, I still got a good bit yeah. of hair, but it's I'll nothing grant, like that. Grant you, you know? got more than I do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the old publicity photo. Okay, let's see. All right, tell us about this one now. Me and Claude Gobel and ah. jo and George Lee brought brought Loretta Lynn, brought her to Waco, and and we we backed her up. Now this her that he's talking about. You can't really recognize it for them. Tell them who it is. The what? Tell them who that woman is. Loretta Lynn. Ah, oh, wow. That's Marty Cox on drums. Right. Marty played drums. That's you with us. Directly behind Loretta. Right. I guess that's Claude over there. No. Claude no. actually didn't play anything. Oh, he didn't. He George. Just, George did. Is that George? I, I think so, yeah. But, George is uh, is that same George Lee that that worked at uh, Choo Choo Supply for a while? You remember, or do you remember that in the in the mid seventies? George worked at the railroad. He did. Okay, I'm wondering would this be the same George? Though? Was he from uh, Brantley County? Yeah, I bet. You did and he played? Uh, did he play fiddle too? No, no, just guitar. Yes, guitar. that's Paul's granddaddy. Paul Lee's granddaddy. Are you kin to Paul Lee? Paul Lee had the. Uh, were you kin to that Lee? Music. Were you kin to George Lee at no. all? Okay. No. It was George and Glenn. Glenn Lee down there. Uh, they were brothers? Man, they can't yell. Okay. I'm going to check into that, make certain that we're talking about the same one, but I figure a George Lee from Brantley County that played music probably. Bound to be him, and right off the top of my hat, she was, that was at the Sioux Auditorium, and mm -hmm. seemed like seemed like she charged seven hundred dollars. Wow, wow, that's pretty cool. And she went from seven hundred to seven thousand <laughs> in a hurry. <laughs> Worse than that, well, yeah. seventy thousand, seventy probably. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I wonder how old she would have been right along in there. She was. I was what year would that have been? She was probably 25, 26, She'd 8. Probably been somewhere in the in uh, this, uh, 60s, probably. Was it due with her? No. Uh, no, I, I think he. Uh, I think she had that coal miner's daughter at that time. I'm, Looks like she's playing a Fender. Yeah. I'm not sure, yeah. Acoustic got, guitar. Got that straight head on it. Mm-hmm. There's the can't tell who the bass player is over there. He's off off camera. Um I think that's a bass. It looks like Yeah. Four. Could have been William. Could have been old William Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> the pineapple, Willie. She's singing something right at the top of her voice right there. Something out of D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she, 
she was uh she was right pretty too. Now her sister was there that night. No. Her brother. Her brother was there that night and mm. he he sung a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh I can't even remember his name. Uh Crystal Gale was her sister. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. Uh Jay Lee Webb. That's that that's who it was. Her brother, that was her brother's name, J. Lee Webb. J. Lee Webb. Hmm. Crystal Gale was her sister? Mm-hmm. I don't younger, that. Younger, might have been youngest sister. Sure. He says, hmm. don't it make my brown eyes blue? <laughs> okay. Let's see what. Uh, okay, right. now. There's the that looks uh, like the killer himself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's now that's decked out right there. You remember the suit? Yeah. What I'm, now? I'm, this black and white photograph. I remember what, what color got. was it? Green. Green. Okay. I remember where I got it. Where? Ralph Yamaski. <laughs> <laughs> Goodman's. You remember him? Yeah, I remember the name. That was on corner of Tebow Street. The building is still there. It's now probably just some old thrift store or oh, yeah. what have you, if it ain't even tore down by now. But if you're going down Tebow from State Street toward the post office Sorry, and you right. come at that next traffic light, Albany mm -hmm. Avenue there, just look to your right. That first mm -hmm. building there on the corner would have been Goodman's. That used to be across yeah. the street from Salvation Army. Before they tore it down, I couldn't even tell you. I just, I'm just picturing it oh, in yeah. the '60s. There've been several things in there. <clears> I yeah. think since him, it yeah. was called Goodman's. Yeah, and it was a men's store or just overall clothing store. Uh, yeah, he had he had uh, things other than men. But, yeah, but he he ordered that for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the closest you can get to a nudie suit. Without without it being, it, 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 I'm sure it wasn't what no, new to see. <laughs> <laughs> and your boots that looks like some uh, white and brown or something like that. Yeah, that's that was, a long time ago. That was a good looking outfit there. All right. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, how about this? We'll take a little quick break, and uh, when we come back, you can strum a few, strung a couple of songs on the guitar for us, and, and and sing a couple for us. Would that be something we can do? We'll work on it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks, with Darwin Lee. Something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins gonna find its way Something in the water taught me how to pray When the cold black water finds its way into your veins You'll never be the same Alright, we're back. Uh, Darwin Lee's going to play us some song. What you got here? Are you going to play for us? Uh, since we were talking about the Southern Keys, uh, mm -hmm. 
uh, I'll do a song that I recorded that Roger and his wife Linda uh, wrote at the time. And, Roger uh, Roger Douglas, Roger the Douglas, uh, yeah. lead guitar player in the Southern Keys. Where was his cut? Where did y'all cut in, this? In Nashville. In Nashville? Yeah. Uh, All right, cool. What's the name of it? I'm trying to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We'll figure that out. Shadows of your love. Shadows of your love. Okay, here we go. My eyes light up each time I see your picture. Then I remember you no longer here. Standing in the shadows of your love Standing in the shadows of an old love affair I know I should forget you But there's memories out Yes, I know that you are gone forever And I'm standing in the shadows of your love I guess find a way Keep on living Cause without your love I've lost my will to live Maybe someday I'll learn to forget you And stop standing in the shadows of your love Standing in the shadows of an old love affair I know I should forget you But there's memories everywhere Yes, I know that you are gone forever And I'm standing in the shadows of your love And I'm standing in the shadows of your love That's that's country music right there, folks. Yeah. That's country, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, you ever get a uh, something in your throat you can't get out? <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I've had this recent thing where I was getting gagged a lot, and uh, <clears throat> I went down to the uh, 
what do they call those? Uh, no, it's more <laughs> like a digestive, you know, but the innards. <laughs> they take care of all the inside stuff. Uh, and they uh, stuck a thing down there and stretched my esophagus out. Yeah. And lo and behold, every time I get that done, I've had it done twice now, but when I get it done, that gagging thing goes away. Uh-huh. And as strange as can be, but mm. I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. And, of course, you know, pollen's Yeah, pollen that. is terrible right now <clears throat> down here in <throat> South Georgia where we cut this podcast. Yeah. That was great, man. That, that it was a good song. Yes, got, it was. Yeah. I got a lot of uh, airplay out of it. In fact, it got me bookings uh, when I was in Nashville. I lived out there a couple of years. And, and, uh, so you actually moved to Nashville for a while? Huh? Yeah. And uh, was that? I was there about a couple of years. In the 60s, 70s? Uh, I was in the 70s. 70s? Yeah. Okay. Because I I worked with Georgia Power till, uh 71. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, went to work with them in 61. Okay. So about 10 years. Uh, uh, what What did you do down there, lineman? Or lineman. Did you ever know uh, Marcelle Wiles? Uh, she yeah. had something to do with yeah. the, uh, That's my aunt. That's, yeah, I, I remember her. My daddy's sister. Uh, yeah. Huh. So uh, the record business now, this is something that your daughter your daughter put together? She did. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put it over here. Just a second. Justin. Let me see that right. That way. Towards you. This way. Anyhow, these are these are Darwin's uh, records these from are, uh, I guess back in the sixties, seventies. One or the other. Uh, late seventies. Late seventies. Yeah, because um, and and those were. Uh, Those were, <laughs> I lived in South Carolina at the time and worked up in a studio. Yeah. And uh, that, uh, the guy I worked for up there in uh, in that studio was uh, Crownell Herndon, and, and that was his label. Okay. He had a studio up there. United? Looks like two of them's on the United label. Right. And uh, one down here on the Swamper label. Yeah, that was, that was you know whose label that was? Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy uh, Walker. Walker. Well. Jimmy Walker, the feller that uh, was best friends with Chet Atkins. Yep. From Waycross. He was actually the uh, uh, caretaker or, or what, the manager of yeah, the Okie Swamp Park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, way back in the day, and great, he, great, great guitar player. Great guitar player. Yeah, he Wall. wrote uh, Obadiah, the King of the Swamp. King of the Swamp, which was a pretty 
I guess that record charted somewhere, or it was a big hit around here, and it was, we were young kids, probably about eight or nine when that one came out, and uh, it got a lot of local airplay. Obadiah, King of the Swamp, yeah. by Jimmy Walker. So you used to go by D. Lee. Mm-hmm. D-E-E-L-E-E. Yeah. Yeah, D. Re- Lee. I recorded uh, the country stuff under D. Lee, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's one on Talos 11. Talos 11. Talos 11. Yeah. Uh, produced by Claude Goble for Bob Ritter Productions. Mm-hmm. A song written by Claude Goble called I Predict. I Predict. <laughs> and uh, this one was uh, another Claude Goble song on the Swamper label was This Time and One More. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of them is Searching. You remember the old Coaster song, Searching? Yeah. I, you did that one? Yeah. That's right up here. That was I written, think it is, yeah. Written by uh, that couple of. New York guys, uh, Lieber and Stoller. And uh, she took everything I had but me, another Claude Goble mm-hmm. original <laughs> there. Well, that's great. Old Claude, he, he's, he, was, he was a local. He was one that... He uh, loved music. He, sure he did. did love music. He sure did. I went to school with his boys and... Uh, Bucky. No, uh, Claude and oh. uh, and uh, uh, Joey. Joey was was a year younger than me. Claude was a year older than me, or two years older than me, and I knew Claude best. But uh, I knew uh, Mister Claude Goble, and uh, you know he's the one that uh, Graham Parsons. He worked for. Um, um, Snively's box factory and Graham would go down there when he was a little kid and listen to the country band that was practicing at the box factory and that was Claude's country band the Starlight Ramblers he he played a uh, used a tub with a stick in it wash wash tub (laughs) for the the bass wash tub bass (laughs) yeah you got another one for us, bud? You want to do? Uh, I don't know. I... Just whatever strikes you. I noticed on your <clears throat> CDs there, there's a lot of, uh, you did a lot of covers, uh, uh, gospel songs of Vern Gosden. Yeah. That's... This is a song that uh, I... Uh... I wanted to record because it was uh, some Earl Hager song, but uh, yeah. um, and it's on that on that CD, uh, Gary. But uh, it pretty much it pretty much explains uh, the way our country is this day and time. It's, All right. Yeah. It's, uh, like the ancient Roman Empire, this world is doomed to fall. And our city streets are filled with angry men Lord, now mockery throughout our troubled land Destruction seems to be the current trend This world has never been in the awful shape it's in 
leader seems in doubt what to do It's time a prayer was spoken from the heart of every man Jesus take a hold and lead us through Jesus take a hold and lead us through A Merle Haggard song. Mm-hmm. When he yeah. wrote, yeah. All right. Yeah. That does kind of talk about the current situation of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate you playing, man. I got I got time. We got time for a tale of the week uh, that I wrote back when I was doing a little blog here a few years back. Okay. Um, this one is uh, talks about some of the old things we used to do around here. I'm I'm sure, uh, Darwin, we've already talked about some of that. I left my glasses at home, so we're going to squint. So I'm reading it. <laughs> you got readers? They're just magnifying. Okay. Well, that'll help. They may yeah. not help. Let's see. Wow. <laughs> All of a sudden, I feel like I can play the keyboards, y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Darwin. Growing up in the baby boomer generation, children in the 50s and 60s were afforded luxuries beyond what our parents and grandparents had for entertainment. Television sets replaced the big radios in living rooms and dens across America, but we never stayed glued to the TV for too terribly long before we had to get outside and go places. In and around Waycross, Georgia, there was plenty to do for entertainment. The Okefenokee Swamp Park, in all its vegetative vastness and Seminole splendor, was just an eight-mile car trip from the house. That's the old uh, entrance right there, folks. It don't look like that now. That was out there on, uh, well, I guess, I don't. would that have been right there on US-1? Uh, US it's got to be. Yeah, the first mm-hmm. first uh, entrance point. Okay. Uh, there I would climb the rickety old lookout tower, and that thing was different back in those days than it is now, too. And gaze out over the cypress-covered land. That was home to my great-great-granddaddy, Peter Griffin. That's my great-great-granddaddy, Peter. He was raised on the Cowhouse Island, which is in the northeast corner of the swamp. And uh, he fought in the war between the states and managed to get to the end of it and come back home. Else I wouldn't be here right now. (laughs) That was your grandpa. That was my great-great-granddaddy. You, uh, the facial. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. there, it's there. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he was a stalwart man. <laughs> Boat tours through the narrow waterways out of the Okefenokee were always fun, especially if you encountered an alligator or three. There was also a little black bear whose claim to fame was chugging a Coca-Cola from a bottle packaged locally at the Waycross Coca-Cola Coca-Cola Bottling Company, owned by L.B. Harrell, which I ended up working at for about a year and a half. 
About four miles out the Brunswick Highway on the right stood Lake Tuffy's, offering a, that was a big deal, man. That was entertainment complex right there now. That was a big old, it offered a bowling alley and a roller skating rink. Uh, we would go there for entertainment. It was right up the highway. That's out. not where Kings was. It's about halfway in between uh, out the Brunswick Highway. About halfway uh, in between the red red light and the lake entrance. Right. It was out there on the right. There's, I think there's a couple of uh, ponds sitting there where that stood. You remember Tuffy's on Albany? I do. I do remember Tuffy's. He moved out there then from there. Oh, he did. That was the same guy. I always got him right. confused a little bit when I was younger. But yeah, there was a, a drive-in on Albany Avenue called Tuffy's, and it was one of the old roller skate waitresses and all. Alec Peavy's daddy. Alec Peavy's was that Cobb. Cobb's daddy. Cobb's daddy. Okay. Okay. Uh, five miles further out the Brunswick Highway was the turnoff to Laura's Walker State Park, a beautiful lake with picnic tables and a big building that housed pinball machines, a coin-operated spaceship ride for the young'uns, a jukebox that played Ackerbilk Stranger on the Shore and Ernie Cado's Mother-in-Law and a snack bar. <laughs> The old swimming pool there was where I found the nerve to go off the high dive board, much to the dismay of my cousins who didn't get out of the way in time. <laughs> my great uncle, Clyde Bo Tootin, managed the Ritz Theater in downtown Waycross, where you could get in with a mercury head dime. Once inside, we were given kinfolk privileges at the concession stand, always heading to our seats with a cardboard box top full of popcorn, Cokes, and my favorite, butter rum lifesavers. We divided our time pretty evenly between the Ritz, the Lyric Theater. That was the second uh, theater in downtown Waycross. We divided up our time between that and the Ritz. And US-1 Drive-In Theater which was located right out there in the triangle where you uh, veer left to go on the U.S. 1 north to Alma, and you take a, a hard right, and you're out in Jamestown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was right there in the triangle. Lord. Yeah. Whatever happened to the good old days? <laughs> you know, Gary, there was a, <laughs> that was upstairs at Bombardier. Yes, right there where the convenience store sits, I guess, right. was uh, back in the 40s. I played there. Was a <laughs> was another local nightclub called the Bombardier. Yeah. I'm sure it would cater to the Air Force men or Army men that, that uh, yeah. you know, out there at the, uh, air, at the uh, airport area was a training facility, uh, Army base or that's right. Air Force or yep. Army. Yep. I can't remember which. That was before my time. And it was also uh, Braves baseball training camp back in the day. All right. Yeah. 
but uh, there was a bombardier there, and uh, yeah. you wound up playing that before it was gone, huh? Yeah. <laughs> upstairs. What was that like? It was upstairs, you know. Oh, yeah? And, uh, Is it uh, just another another nightclub, Just huh? another dive. Yeah, mm -hmm. Another dive bar. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we divide our time pretty evenly between the Ritz and the Lyric and the US One Drive-In, catching every bad movie Elvis ever made, along with classics like The Longest Day, Hatari, and A Distant Trumpet. After I turned 16, I recall reveling in the risque storylines at the drive-in movies, like Candy, Fritz the Cat, and Pretty Maids All in a Row, featuring Graham Parsons' future wife, Gretchen Burrell. That would have been her, uh, uh, let's see. I had it pegged uh, online. I think she's the one in right above Maids there with her with her elbows up against her head. I think that's Graham's future wife, Gretchen. She was once Mrs. Graham Parsons for a short while. Once licensed to drive, our weekend ride of passage was to ride around, circling the Dairy Queen, Burger Chef. That's the original Waycross Burger Chef there. Sits where, uh, well, it's adjacent to right to the right of it is where uh, Jerry Jay's is now on Plant that Avenue. Was, that was there when I was little. We would go there after <laughs> yeah. ball games. Yeah. You yeah. played the ball games at the uh, rec center? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Boyk, rec center was right behind it. Fred back there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, let's see. We'd circle the Dairy Queen, the Burger Chef, A&W Root Beer, and Graham's Dairy Cream in Blackshear, nine miles up the road. When I was still a high school freshman, Mom and Daddy forced my older brother, Gary, to take me riding around with him and his buddy, Virgil Huggins. See, Gary was three years old than me, so he was a senior in high school when I was a freshman. And seniors didn't think it was too cool to be hauling their freshman younger brothers around in the back seat when they was out trying to probably score. Score. <laughs> <laughs> score girls, you know. And, uh, well, Gary didn't think it was too cool, but I was in hamburger heaven in the back seat the first time I heard Paul Marriott's Achingly beautiful instrumental, Love is Blue. That was around about 1967, 68. Another one of our favorite teenage places to land was the bowling alley. Located on Memorial Drive, sandwiched between A&W Root Beer and Shoney's. Now it's a, uh, well, it used to be Coley Electric. Yeah. Electric. I think Coley's done sold out to something else. I don't know what it is now. Probably another, still an electric store. While we bowled occasionally, we preferred the ladder ball on the foosball table, spending most of our time and money spinning those little soccer guys silly. Following high school graduation and my 18th birthday in 1971, the state of Georgia lowered the legal drinking age to 18, and there were plenty of places a young man could act like somebody. I didn't know a fool thing about drinking when I eased into Steve's Pine Room <laughs> just over the Satilla River towards Blackshear. 
I walked up to the bar and ordered a Tom Collins, probably because I'd heard somebody order one on a movie, and spent the rest of the evening trying to get the taste of pine needles out of my mouth. <laughs> While watching older blonde-haired women with bouffant hairdos slide around the dance floor under the ultraviolet glow of black lights in the ceiling, illuminating their dentures and their Playtex bras to a brilliant white <laughs> beneath their sweaters. I swear to God, I saw that. Yeah, I and, I can't, and I can't forget it. I think that's why they come out with black lights. <laughs> <laughs> as far as entertaining memories go, I just assume that last one be forever replaced by the innocence of a kiddie spaceship ride with Ackerbilt's dreamy clarinet song, Taking Me to the Moon. You remember that song, Stranger on the Shore? Clarinet. That was beautiful. Anyhow, that's my recollection. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Well, buddy, I appreciate these. I was about to keep them. (laughs) (laughs) They uh, helped me get through that tale of the week just perfectly. And we appreciate having you on, Darwin. Well, that's good. We sure there. do. Yeah. I appreciate uh, you. You still picking around and about, right? Uh, I you am. still uh, play. Uh, uh, where'd you say you, you, you pick at now? Uh, I, mostly mostly churches. Churches. And, yeah. and uh, nursing homes. I, that's I, right. I go yeah. to nursing homes. And n- next Friday night, I play usually a uh, couple, couple nights on Friday night over at Jody's uh, at the seafood restaurant in, in uh, Elmer. In Elmer. Just a side of Elmer. I'll be dog. I'll have one. to keep that in mind. Uh, so I play there. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, Sam's going to play with me uh, yeah. uh, next Friday night. All right. And uh, What time y'all usually do that? <clears throat> About what we time? We start at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, okay. We play till 9. Yeah. And... Uh, you had never eat over there? I never have. Yes. Uh, I think I've heard uh, it's great uh, food. Uh, John and Rhonda, uh, John Bennett talking right. about that place. Yep. I think John and play place. Yeah, mm-hmm. they 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 play some and and uh, I play some and but this particular next Friday night, uh, a boy, a good friend of mine, that I get together with them from time to time mm-hmm. and we just pick, you know, and they live up around Eastman, and he mm-hmm. plays piano. He's a good piano player, so mm-hmm. he's going to play piano for me next Friday night. Awesome. And I'm going to play guitar yeah. and sing, and Sam's going to play bass. And I use an electric drum machine, a, okay. a, a Lisa's drum machine. Yeah. And and uh, then That's pretty much a full band. Crystal Murphy, she's going to yeah. come play fiddle. You know Crystal? Man. You know yeah, Crystal? she's the girl from Blackshear. Yeah. Lives in Blackshear and uh, mm-hmm. has something to do with horses and she teaches music and, and teaches music. Right. She's the one that come out to listen to y'all at uh, uh, Plant Cafe that time that I went out to hear you. Okay, I can't remember. Did she sit in with y'all or anything? Fiddle player? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she got out there and played so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's a good person, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, but yeah, I've. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I'm Thank telling you, for, you. 
Yeah, uh, well, we, we glad to have had you. And uh, sounds to me like you're just as busy as always. Well, so we'll see how much longer it'll last. Yeah, know? well, I, I got faith. I got faith that you're going to be kicking for a while uh, or still playing for a while. And, uh, well, you, it's just you, like. You've got, you've got uh, something coming up where you've, you're going to be. Stretched out all over the country. Well, we're thinking about it, and uh, we are planning. We're gonna make it happen. Uh, we just don't know exactly uh, the stops along the way. We've got a few pegged out, but it'll be Sean and my son is the drummer for Sean's group, the Pine Box Dwellers. So it'll be the three of us and my wife uh, going along with us to hula hoop <laughs> on the side. <laughs> And <laughs> she she does she makes hula hoops and uh, yeah and uh, she'll be going along for the ride. Uh, mainly, it's uh, it's going to be a trip across country to uh, play a few places and see the sights. Yeah, because I've never been further than middle of Texas, further west, and yeah. So we're going all the way out there to California and uh, get as many gigs as we can on the way and back. And yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, that that I know you y'all have fun doing that. Well, it it'll be it'll be one. We of just got tired of talking about it. We just said <laughs> we're going. Decided to do it. Yeah, no matter what, we're going. That's go. right. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. <clears throat> well, folks, we hope that y'all have enjoyed this uh, episode of Something in the Water. We appreciate you watching and. Uh, uh, like for you to uh, subscribe uh, to the to the free podcast here uh, twice a month. We put them out on the first and the fifteenth at uh, places where you can watch and listen to podcasts all over the internet. And we also have a, a Patreon a, a subscription um, podcast over on Patreon.com called the Deep End. And uh, it's a little $5 a month subscription, and uh, the patrons on there uh, get to hear us cuss, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we'd never do on this podcast. I think I already did tonight. But but you search um, uh, something in the water podcast. That's correct. That. Yes, right. That's but we, right. But we call them the deep end. Something in the water, the deep end on Patreon. And uh, y'all remember, you can... Uh, uh, catch uh, our guest, Mr. Darwin Lee, in and around uh, South Georgia in churches and uh, Jody's Seafood Restaurant in Alma occasionally, and uh, he might show up at your house. You never can tell. You pull me up on YouTube. You pull him up on my, YouTube. My and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, you listen to some of them old records probably and some of his music, some of his current music out there. So... Uh, we thank you again for watching, and we'll see you next time. Hey.